No judging here. How have we become a people afraid to admit when we justifiably judge something right or wrong as what we like or don't, as what we believe in, or as what we can't believe is really even happening? How and when did judging become a choice that no one wants to plead guilty to? All rise for the Honorable Judge Marshall Stevens. Honorable. I know to you, I may look old. Hope this statement ain't too bold, but here comes the judge. Here comes the judge. Here comes the judge. Here comes the judge. And it's time for another unbuckled, bumpy ride with your guide, the stark raving lunatic himself. I'm Jim. Let's jump right in again. Welcome to my podcast based on my brand new book, available on Amazon, Live Life Lean, L-E-A-N. It's a year-long guide to gratitude and our daily grind. The book that combines some timeless wisdom from a whole lot of the world's wiser people with the reflections, reactions, and wisecracks of the guide's author, me. And it guides you, the reader, through the simplest system for a happy, healthy, authentic, and genuinely grateful everyday experience. I urge you to get the book. Of course I do. I wrote it. It's either at Amazon or at my website, amperage.com. A-M-M-P-U-R-A-G-E. But even without it, let's make next week better than last, our next year better than the past, and get started now with today's episode of... Why is it okay for those who just woke up this morning offended? to judge something is right or wrong, but not okay for you, me, and others to judge what has been going on for so long as right and or wrong. What's so wrong about judging? I mean, the very definition of the term to judge just spills over with human nature. To judge, a verb, an action, defined as to form an opinion or conclusion about. Remembering that virtually all human choice and action is based on us responding to the question, what does this mean to me? Then forming an opinion is what forms our response to so much of what we see and experience. But they say, don't judge me. So don't judge me literally should be taken as someone telling you, do not have an opinion about me. Who are you to have any opinion about me. Um, I'm the one whose life space you're currently doing a Top Gun style tower flyby on. So yeah, I guess these days it's supposed to be okay for anybody to do anything without anyone else reserving the right to refuse going along with something they see as sort of ding dong, damn it. They say, stand up. They say, stand up and be counted. Well, here, it's like you gotta stand up for something or you'll fall for anything. And that's what counts. But standing for something is sometimes gonna be interpreted as standing against something. And sometimes it is standing against something. But when did we give up the right to shape and share and state an opinion? Because according to the definition, that's what judging is. Judging is not condemning. Judging is not preventing. Judging 
just allowed to have allowed an opinion. Because even Mama said, stupid is as stupid does, <laughs> you know. But nowadays, whenever we get challenged with our natural ability to shape and share and state an opinion, to stand up for, else we'll fall, to just judge, but to judge justly, it's becoming less being comfortable and confident stating that well, stupid is as stupid does, and seems more like, run, Forrest, run! So, what is so wrong about shaping and stating an opinion on what you think is right or not? Well, some folks might say the good book says it's a bad thing, that the Bible says judging is wrong. It says so. No, it don't. It actually says to judge, and it gives you guidance and guidelines on the how-tos and the where-to-fors of judging. But it don't say, don't judge. Judging can be an implied obligation for participating within our society. Judgments of moral obligation often refer to the terms of right and wrong, and we should know those. Judgments of moral value, however, well, they refer to person's motives and intentions and traits of character, personal preferences. But judgments are how we individually and collectively decide where we choose to stand, for something or against. So, back to the book, the good book. Open the Bible, book of Hebrews. It says, do not judge by appearances, but judge with right judgment. Hmm judge. And also, judge not that you be not judged. You've heard that before. Judge not that you be not judged. For with the judgment you pronounce, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that's in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when there is the log in your own eye? You hypocrite. First, take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. Book of Matthew. See, the thing here is not to not form or express judgment, because damn it, a speck or a splinter or a spruce tree in the eye, it's wrong, it's wrong. The thing here is not to judge with filtered hypocrisy, but to welcome judgment even on yourself and to begin with you. But it doesn't say to stay with only you, it doesn't say, judge only you. It says, begin with you first, so that you may see clearly to help others. Judge and constructively criticize ourselves first, so that we may then judge and constructively comment to others. But, judge with right judgment. Man, oh man, how often have we snapped quickly to the wrong judgments because we didn't first take the time to judge our own motives first. It's like the famous fable about two apples. Remember that one? A father and his daughter were playing in the park. His young daughter spotted an apple vendor. She asked her father to buy her an apple. Well, the father didn't bring much money with him, but it was enough to actually purchase two apples. So he bought two apples and gave them to his daughter. His daughter held one apple in each of her hands. She looked at them. Then the father asked her if she could share one apple with him. Thought it was a great lesson opportunity. Well, upon hearing this, his daughter quickly took a bite from one apple. And before her father could speak up, she also took a bite from the second apple. The father was surprised. He wondered, 
what mistake he had made raising her as his daughter that she acted in such a greedy way. His mind was lost racing in thoughts that perhaps he's just, you know, overthinking it too much and his daughter's just too young to understand about sharing and giving and thinking of others first. The smile had disappeared from his face and suddenly his daughter with one apple in her hand said, Father, please have this one. It's the juiciest and the most sweet. The father was speechless. He felt bad now about reaching the judgment that he had so quickly about his small child. But his smile came back knowing why his daughter quickly took the bite from each apple. The moral here is just don't judge anything too quickly, reaching a conclusion without looking at ourselves first. Always spare the time to understand things better and to judge with right judgment. Most of all, realize that judging is human nature, both biased and blindly judging. But it is that instinctive judgment of others' behavior that can actually save our lives. There's a great book out there that we've used in our women's self-defense programs. It teaches you something. It teaches you that you cannot turn a decent man into a violent one by being momentarily rude to them. So do not worry about it. But you can present yourself as an ideal target by appearing momentarily too timid. And knowing how to recognize that requires effective judgment. The book, it's called The Gift of Fear by Gavin De Becker. And there are a few favorite quotes that I've provided for you here. Favorite quotes of mine regarding judgment. It says, intuition is a gift that we all have, whereas retention of knowledge is a developable skill. We intuitively recognize and judge all things by the existence of their opposite, their contrast. Day, judged as distinguishable from night, failure from success, peace from war. We could even add safety from hazard. Then De Becker, the author, goes on to quote Albert Einstein and reminded us, Albert Einstein said that when you follow intuition, the solutions come to you, and you don't know how or why. It sounds instinctive to me. I would have you consider, even ask you, to judge this as right or wrong, that judging is intuitive to us. And those who are least comfortable with that, well, they may be the least comfortable with their own innate judgmental mentality. After all, we most often accuse others of what we've been guilty of ourselves. Guilty of ourselves. Guilty. See, guilty is not the same thing as being judged. Guilty is a descriptive of involvement responsibility. There are people out there in our world who are guilty of something that only they know about and have not yet and may never be judged for it. No. Judging is a response to how our brain and personal preferences describe something. So the next time someone tells you, don't judge me, ask them, why not? It's only natural. And a person's judgments about the world, they say more about their own character than the character of the person concerned about the judging. And when it comes down to being judged, well, just because it may annoy you, doesn't make it wrong. Well, I hope you found that entertaining, educating, and life-changing. But let's be honest, two out of three wouldn't be bad. Now, more words of wisdom,
to wow your socks off from the Live Life Lean Guide itself. This entry from page 75. Yet those that call evil good and good evil shall one day have their way and regret it for eternity. And the guide's point of view on this? That might be why it's not for man to be the yardstick for measuring good or evil. But if not man, then whom? So what do you think about this? Using the Live Life Lean Guided System, what have you learned recently that's new? What are you earning that's not easily handed to you? Where are you adding to the world that's not only about you? Please be grateful for all of that. Reflect on it. Respect it. But before you navigate somewhere next, please like, subscribe, and share to show you care. Thank you for listening. I hope you're enjoying your copy of the Live Life Lean, L-E-A-N guide. Enjoying it almost as much as I did creating it. And if you don't have a copy yet, go on over to Ampurage.com or Amazon and get started today experiencing the amazing power of knowing every day is literally yours to be grateful about. And you need never feel unfulfilled again. I'm Jim Hall. And until next time, good health, God bless. And now, go get a little dirty learning something new. Earning what's not given to you. Adding to this crazy world that we share. And navigating your way to something new. And next.